Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. Hey, friends, it's Ryan Frank. I'm joined today by two amazing women that both Beth and I have a lot of respect for, Cynthia Yanaw and Jamie Ivey. Cynthia, did I say your last name right? You know what? That is as close as it needs to be. It's Yanoff, but I answer to a lot of things. It's fine. Okay. Well, Cynthia and Jamie, thank you so much for being here. Cynthia is a wife, a mom, a blogger, and the host of the Pardon the Mess podcast. Love the name, by the way. How'd you come up with the name Pardon the Mess? Well, I think whenever you talk into parenting, when you speak parenting, there's really no experts out there in parenting if you've had kids more than a day. So we just embrace the fact that it's a, it's a messy, rocky road, but it's one ordained by God. So we just kind of laugh about it and pardon the mess is just seemed apropos. I love it. Love it. Go check it out. And Jamie is a mom and hosts the podcast, The Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey, also the author of the new book, You to Be You. Now, Jamie, it is kind of weird because I've been hearing your voice every morning the last week in my bathroom when I'm in the shower and Beth is getting ready. She's listening to the audio version of the book. Oh, how fun. I have have picked up on some of it. She absolutely loves the book. Take 30 seconds and tell us about you to be you. You be you. Thank you. Yes, you be you is the message that I want every woman and man. So you get to pick up on it too, Ryan, uh, to truly believe that God has given them um, unique gifts and talents and influence and and power and voices and to use those gifts in the spaces where they are. A lot of people are thinking that they don't get to influence people until they get bigger and better. And I think that is absolutely wrong that people influence in your homes and your communities. And I want people to use it every day, every day. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, all right, so I've got some questions for you ladies. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thank you, Children's Ministry community, for watching or listening. First question for you, Cynthia. You're talking to Christian parents all the time. Uh, you are a parent. What are some of the big challenges that you see them facing, especially during these kind of bizarre days that we're living in? Right. I think there's so many different challenges, and I think some of them are common to all of us as parents. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the isolation, some of the concerns about health, um, wellness of our kids, what to do with school, not school, all those different things. I think there's some that are unique depending on what's going on in our individual families. And so I think working through that and realize like when, when I came home from the hospital with my baby and I attended the little classes before I had my first child, nobody ever had like the discussion on how to deal with the pandemic. There was nowhere in that what to expect when you're expecting that said, hey, by the way, here's how you determine whether or not you let your kids see their grandparents when they might give them some disease that could kill them. Like no one was prepared for what's coming down. So we're learning this as we go, just like we're learning social media and raising kids, just like we're learning a lot of things that we're dealing with. And so I think what we, what, what I've been trying to look at in my own home is that there's just so much that changes culturally and raising kids and the standard changes, what used to be good enough, what we used to feed them, what side have we laid them in the crib on their back or the front, all of that has changed so much over the years, but what does not change is God's standards for our families and God's word. And so that's our constant thread, our constant theme. And so it's difficult. There's not necessarily an easy way to do that, but going in and just saying, okay, we're walking hard roads, difficult roads, 
But what we know to be true is this. We know that God has a plan for their lives. We know that he is the author and creator of identity. Just going through those basic truths, I think, is really what's kind of helped in our home, even the amidst, in the midst of all the unknown that we're walking. So, yeah, they're hard days. I love it. And don't you think there's a lot of help in just knowing you're not alone as well? Like it can be super, super intimidating and every kid is different. Every family is different. Um, and if I think I'm in this all alone, it's going to definitely get me discouraged in no time. Um, and we're going to move the conversation in a few minutes to a great opportunity that you all have for for your own family. And also, I want to encourage you to let the families in your church know about this. Now, uh, we are in the middle of Megacon and super, super thankful to all of you for participating. We're going to share this interview tomorrow with, on Friday, we're recording this on Thursday with everyone who's attending Megacon this week and also push it out to um, as many other kids pastors as we can. Jamie, do you agree with me that kids pastors and children's ministry leaders are the most amazing people on the earth. Now, before you answer, I know I understand your husband is a worship pastor, so we're getting you on record as saying, don't you think these kids pastors are amazing? They are so amazing. And I'll tell you what, I was a counselor, I was a counselor at a Christian camp that worked with kids, loved it. So that's basically what a lot of their, their days and Sunday mornings look like. And I have volunteered with my um, kids group at our church for many years. And so I have seen the work, um, the sweat and the tears and the emotions and everything that goes in to what kids ministry is doing right now. And, you know, you, you know, you were just talking something about how things are so different right now and church mm-hmm. is so different right now. And I have seen, um, particularly at my church and I've seen other people post things online of how intentional that these ministries are having to be now to reach kids and families when some of their churches may not be meeting, or it may be meeting yeah. in a different way or everything looks different. we that's, I think that we've said that a million times in 2020, everything feels so different, but I have been so very impressed and encouraged with the tenacity of kids ministries in still trying to figure out unique, different, um, crazy ways of how they can still minister to families right now. And so many of them, yeah, are doing such a great job. And, and, you know, some of the ones I think are doing the best, Jamie, are the ones that are um, just picking up the phone and calling their kids and scheduling a FaceTime with the family. And I think sometimes we overcomplicate and we look for all these new shiny ways to do ministry. And especially during a crazy pandemic like this, yeah. you're right. Sometimes yeah. if you go old school, like actually just send a card in the mail or stop by a house and make a visit or pick yeah. up the phone to call. Um, what do you all see, either one of you? Parents are looking for help and and if they're part of a local church, I think that they're looking for kids pastors for help. So either Cynthia or Jamie, whichever one of you want to jump in first, from your point of view as parents and people that are talking to parents all the time, uh, what do you think is something that kids pastors can do to help mom and dad during times yeah. like this? Yeah. I mean, I think what you're saying is right. Just being present, whatever present looks like today is just being present for families and um, maybe not always having all the answers, but really just that understanding that bigger picture of like, we know you're struggling, but we're here for you. But I think also 
if you, if you have the opportunity to feed certain messages into parents, I think encouraging messages, not messages that are, you need to do more, but these messages, like what I think in our house, we've talked a lot about is just telling parents, like you can only control the controllables right now. And so we can't control the CDC. We can't control the narrative around that and all the other really hot button topics that are going on in our culture. But what we can control is the narrative in our home. And so we can control the narrative in our home by building up what others are tearing down. We can build up the schools, the teachers, everybody who's trying to do it well when there's so much criticism. Start controlling that narrative, telling our kids, I have a senior in high school, being able to say to her, I understand this is not what we hope for for your senior year. But what I do know is that you can learn flexibility, adapt to adaptability, all these different places where we can change that narrative and feed the truth back into it, parent the bigger picture. And I think if we can help parents see that there is such opportunity in this, even though it's difficult and not every day is going to be one of those days. It's not in my house where I feel like I come out of the gate, like, Whoa, we're going to look at the big picture. I'm the first to say I'm bogged down in the minutiae a lot myself, but I do think if we can help parents parent into that bigger picture of where God is sovereign in everything, in every area of our life and seeing that in these difficult times, teaching it to our kids, teaching them those basic premises of adaptability, flexibility, and that God, God cares for us. He's faithful in those hard places. I think those are some of the, the messaging, some of the areas that have really helped in my own parenting, just to step back and see it from that 30,000 foot view. And I like that. Jamie, would you add anything like what, if you could talk to some kids, pastors, which, which you'll be doing through this podcast, that here's something you can do to help mom and dad. What would you say? I would just, everything that Cynthia said was so beautiful, but also just encourage them to let the parents know that that they're not alone in this, that they're not the only one that's feeling inadequate in parenting right now. I think we can start to believe the lie that, oh, I feel like all the other families are thriving right now. Why are we falling apart? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think just the encouragement that this is an, an unforeseen season that no one could have ever expected. And like you said, Cynthia, there's no, there's no manual for how to parent well in the middle of a pandemic. Um, and so I think that that would be one of my favorite things that I know I would want to hear from a minister is to look at me and say, Hey, a, we're here for you. What, what, what can we do for you? What resources do you need? All of those things. But then also you're not alone. Like we're in this together and what you're feeling is common and not your, it's not unique because I think the, the problem can be when families, um, you know, moms and dads start to feel like, I think we're doing something wrong because this feels hard. And the reality is, you can, you can be doing everything right. And it still feel, feel very hard right now. And so I think knowing that is an encouragement to parents. I love it. I love it. So let's transition and, and wrap up our last few minutes. Let's talk first about christianparenting.org. There's a website, children's ministry leaders, you may or may not know about. Uh, it's relatively new to me called christianparenting.org. Cynthia, will you tell us about the website? Tell us what you find when you go there, maybe why was it created and when? Sure, sure. We started Christian Parenting because we realized that we're raising the next generation of the church. And so Janet Dennison in our organization was, we were talking through this and she even said like, we can, we can equip parents spiritually. We can do all these other areas that we speak into as a ministry. But if we aren't preparing families to raise kids that know and love Jesus, then we're, then we're missing some of the mark. And so with Christian parenting, I love that our, our slogan is perfectly imperfect parenting. Cause it's kind of one of those things where we realize the parenting journey is hard but we can walk it together in the Lord. And so this through christianparenting.org, we have everything from blogs written by, uh, I write, but lots of other great people write into our blogs. Mm -hmm. We have a podcast network 
and all kinds of people speaking into parenting through the podcast network, different walks of life. There's resources recently. I've just written a prayer journal to pray through the school year for your kids and that we've had that going out, just all kinds of different resources, but we want it to be kind of a one-stop shopping, so to speak, where you can jump on there and know that it's biblical, that, um, that it comes through the lens of the gospel, but that it's a place for everyone to get the parenting advice that we're looking for when there's so much out there at your fingertips. Where can we go to know that it's trusted parenting advice that'll lead us back to the Lord? And so that's what ChristianParenting.org is. It's what we strive to do. That's our goal. And we just really enjoy speaking into parents, parenting. And then we're thrilled to have people like Jamie that are doing this with us and doing events. And, uh, you know, I think her book speaks so perfectly into what we're talking about today is just like you be you. And that's what we want through Christian parenting is like you have you have a venue, you have a forum just by virtue of the people that are sleeping in your house. So let's do it well. And so that's what we love about what Jamie's doing in her book. And so we're just encouraged to have people that are walking this with us. So thanks, Jamie, for doing this with us I'm, as well. I'm so grateful to be a part of this upcoming conference, 100%. Let's talk about that conference, Jamie. So there's an event coming up October 23rd and 24th, just in a couple of weeks, called the Perfectly Imperfect Christian Parenting Event. Tell us about it. Well, I'm excited. I was looking at the list of speakers and I'm like, man, I cannot wait to be a part of this conference yeah. and take in the wisdom uh, because that's one of my favorite things about the church is when we come together and we share resources, we share ideas, we share biblical truths, we share practical truths because we're all in this together and raising kids is not for the faint of heart. That's for yeah. sure. It will go down as quite possibly the hardest thing I've ever done in life. But this conference is online virtual so you can watch it from the comfort of your home. October 23rd and 24th, and it's featuring so many amazing voices that are going to be speaking into that. My husband, Aaron, and I um, actually recorded our talk just recently um, about something that's really, we're really passionate about is believing that a strong marriage is one of the keys to having a good um, parenting base in your home is the strong um base of a marriage, a strong, healthy marriage. And so we talked about um, pouring into your marriage and not having a kid-centered home, but a gospel-centered home. And we believe that marriage is a part of that gospel. Um, so it's not perfect parents. I am not a perfect parent. You, I could bring all my kids in here right now and they could tell you all the things I'm not perfect at. So it is real parents coming in. And I think we have a link to share with you guys if, if do. you want me. To, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, we do. If I can jump in there, I'll just give it to you yeah. right now too. It's jamieandaaron.perfectlyimperfect.org. Again, jamieandaaron.perfectlyimperfect.org. And that's the way you can sign up. And the great news about it, like Jamie's saying, there's over 40 speakers speaking into everything. I mean, we have everyone. I mean, we even have the Duck Dynasty crew, some of them speaking into this. I, cool. I know it's so fun. But you once you once you attend the event, you have access to these speakers through the end of the year. So no pressure, no time constraints, jump in there, join it, get your tickets, and then you can listen through the end of the year. And, and if your house is like mine, I know that I probably will need to break it up, but I probably need to listen to all of them two to three times to get full impact. So I that's think that's good... one of the best things about it. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. No, Ryan, you're good. Is that it's you don't have to, especially for parents it's not like they're asking you to be present in your home while you're also having ch children everywhere for those two days but you can listen to it through the end of the year that's yeah. cool so all the all the videos or the training will be accessible uh, which is great children's ministry community this is something uh, that you need to check out um, it is the perfectly imperfect christian parenting event check this out for yourself and then i know these ladies would be blessed if you would share it with the families in your church as well. Um, Cynthia, what are some other, sort of some of the topics are going to be hit? 
there's people that are speaking into everything from we have licensed counselors that will talk about kind of the emotional side of it. We have people that will speak into sibling conflict, which um, I don't know about your house, Jamie, but having been home this long, there's a lot of sibling conflict. I need to watch that one a few times. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Jamie, like you said, there's people speaking into marriage like Jamie and Aaron are. I'm speaking in. I I taped mine recently and I'm talking about parenting the bigger picture um, for our kids. What do we want them to be when they're 30 and what are we doing today to get them there? So um, if screen time, how would, how do we navigate that? There's someone speaking on that. We're just trying to be really practical. Jonathan Pitts will be speaking into loss and suffering and raising kids through that. So I really feel like I could almost guarantee you, no matter what you're facing in your parenting journey, whatever that little sticky hard place is, or in my case, lots of sticky hard places, there will be someone that can speak into it. And we're just so grateful that it's people that love the Lord and the Holy Spirit's working in their lives. And I just know that there will be a word for all of us. So it's exciting. Cool. And remind, tell me the link one more time. And when sure. we put this on the podcast, I'll put it in the show notes, but what's that link again? It's Jamie and Aaron spelled out A and D Jamie and Aaron dot perfectly org. And yeah, if you put it in show notes or whatever, that's great. People can link it, but yeah, we'd love for you to jump in there and, and see all that we have going on and it's going to be good. Okay. Final question for both of you. If you just take 30 seconds each, and just speak a word of encouragement, some words of life over these children's pastors, many of which maybe are feeling overwhelmed right now. They're exhausted. They're tired. Maybe there's some angst or some uncertainties. What word of encouragement would you give them? Cynthia, you want to go first? Sure. I would just say, you know, go back to the things you already know, the places in the Bible. I think of like King Jehoshaphat and the whole story about, you know, that army coming against him and he was worried and he got his people together. He fasted and prayed and he just got this word that he, he turned to the Lord and said, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And God eventually said, the battle's not yours, it's mine. And that's what I think we focus on right now. You're tired. You're doing the hard work of trying to keep our families together and lead well in a really unusual time. But at the end of the day, we don't know what to do children's pastors, but we know our eyes are on God and the battle's not ours, it's his. And so just keep doing what you're doing and stay, stay rested yourself. Think about all the biblical principles you already know, and just keep feeding them to us because we can be a little spiritually dry at times. So just keep doing what you're doing and, and feeding it over to us parents. That's what we need. I love it. Oh, I love it. If, if you would, excuse me, I love football. So I'm going to tell you about a football story real quick. I was yeah. watching the g- game recently um, with uh, University of North Carolina where Coach Mac Brown is. I'm a fan of him. He used to be down here at University of Texas. And the reporter asked him, how are you getting your players ready today for no fans in the stands? And he said, we're about to see who's here to play football. And I have never stopped thinking about that because a lot of applause has been taken away. Um, a lot of your thank yous, a lot of you're doing amazing. A lot of things are gone, but I just want to encourage you to keep staying the game to play the game, to keep pouring into those kids. It looks different, however it might feel. Um, You may not get to hear their voices or see them or walk down a hall and see all the kids there, but every little thing that you're doing matters. Man, I love it. Good words, good words. Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you, Jamie. Let's stay connected. Beth and I are super excited about the Perfectly Imperfect Christian Parenting event. Children's Ministry Leaders, go check it out for yourself and be sure to share it with those in your church. This episode of the Ryan Frank podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.